0: You ready to shine a light on mental health?
1: Give me your keep going. I owed it to myself to finish the story. I was blown
0: away. You feel it in your chest when he starts talking about his story. He had every opportunity to give it up. There's a brick wall in front of him he just runs through it.
1: That keep going moment. My keep going moment. That's my
0: keep going moment. Let's keep going. What's going on, team? Welcome to episode 18 of the Keep Going Podcast, Athletes Shining a Light on Mental Health. This is Luke Wheat in Knoxville, Tennessee. Patrick O'Malley is here with me, not in Chi-Town. What's up, Pat?
1: Kind of rare, man, out in Long Island, New York, just putting on for the East Coast. What's going <laughs> on with you, Luke?
0: They're just holding it down in Knox, man. I uh, 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 used to be sponsor of the pod, Power Pipe Hitting, and uh, old Scuba P. I saw Jake P last night, so it was good to see some old boys.
1: Yeah, it's always good to shout out Jake Peterson, um, fellow NCSA team member, brother for life. Just a great Either dude. A grinder. D3 D3 Grinder. grinder. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Former son of sponsor, Scuba P, Steve Peterson over at Power Pipe. So if you haven't looked, Power Pipe training, free plug, free ad for him.
0: Yes, that's right. That's right. It's 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 always good to get linked up with Scuba P. Smart guy and always going to get you right over there.
1: No, I couldn't agree more for our young baseball and softball athletes. But Luke, I wanted to shout out the networks, everybody from last week. What did you think of last week's episode?
0: Mike is a great guy. As always, I don't think Pat has ever steered me wrong whenever it comes to meeting another human being and, and he hit the nail on the head again with Mike. Um, rugby is not an easy sport. It's mentally tasking. It's physically tasking. Um, so just learning how Mike dealt with those tough situations at a school like Villanova that's obviously academically strong as well um, and kind of propelled them into his career, um, into the actual job world is awesome.
1: No, I agree. Another shout out for grandparents last week. I mean, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's been a big spark. We talk about, you know, our support system all the time, but sometimes it just takes that one spark, that one person to maybe give you some advice or tough love. I know you have conversations throughout every day, but man, it just takes one. So I love that the keep mm-hmm. going mantra and feeding that into his everyday life was awesome. Yeah, no doubt. Um, no, dude. Luke, we're not specialists though at all. I want to make sure we don't forget that here
0: that's right man we're not psychologists we're not psychiatrists just a couple ex-athletes trying to make a positive change for mental health right just trying to end the stigma um and another guy that's doing that is jeremy wolf why don't you tell the people a little bit about that interview we did on monday
1: yeah fantastic team israel stand up former new york mets former d3 grinder jeremy wolf if you're a baseball guy if you're someone that likes our pod jump over to Mind ready jeremy wolf and the boys and girls over there they are fantastic so Look on our page. That was our interview from earlier this week. And, Luke, anything else on Jeremy? What a fantastic dude. What a fantastic cause. I think
0: what inspired me most about Jeremy was the nonprofit that he did. Right. To start his career in baseball after his actual playing career. When you spend four years working on something and don't make a dime off of it, and you're committed to making a better situation for thousands of players in the minor leagues, that – I mean, that
1: impact is going to last longer than his life will. No doubt. And there's something to be said about, you know, staying committed to the vision, right? Keeping yeah. that tunnel vision. He must have had a lot of people that were not happy about that at first. And he was making a huge impact for thousands of families, thousands of people. So hats off to Jeremy Wolf and hats off to Mind Ready. I couldn't be more of a support for what they do. That's for sure.
0: 100%. Well, hey, man, Pat, let's get into this uh, uh weekly mental health self-help dude what'd you get into this week
1: no doubt yeah i want to be conscious of uh angie brigham's time she's jumping on for our interview this week but mental health wise it's been a grind you know another travel week for me if you can hear my background i'm not in my apartment so being able to travel and still keep the routines and spending time with my people has been huge atmosphere has been good vibes have been good getting with my people that's been a big part of my routine this week how about you
0: percent um staying dedicated. Um Hit me. this week Hit me. this this week was a grind, man. Um we had school Monday through Thursday and then we had parent advisor conferences on Friday. Not parent teacher. We take nine advisees from freshman year to senior year and I am their advisor for their whole high school career. So I yeah, meet yeah. with their parents and kind of walk them through okay they're taking these classes, they're taking these, they may need to look at this, what are their interests, et cetera. So we're we're really like hands-on at Web, for caring for the kids, right? No it's, it's something that we get to do because we have such a small school and it's awesome. Um, but on top of those two things, we had four games in five days. Ooh, so, how the
1: boys do. Tell the, tell the listener okay, how the boys yeah,
0: do. Yeah, so we had a win on Tuesday, right, day off on Wednesday, Went on Thursday in a thriller, man. Um, And then a win on Friday and a loss on Saturday. So So the thriller, dude, we go up 1-0 right before halftime. The other team ties it with two minutes left, okay? A couple guys laying on the ground, and what I love to see, this fired me up. Our captains go and pick them up off the ground and say, we've still got time. We're going to win this game. That's it. And we get a free kick. With 30 seconds left, put it on frame, keeper drops it, we crash the box and score with 30 seconds left, and we win. It's all about it your is. attitude, man. It's all about there the mindset. Is.
1: Yeah, get knocked down seven, get up A, baby. We love that's that. Right. And, and you're breeding that culture. And that's a good lesson for our listeners, understanding that a lot of student athletes are listening. Just understanding that it's not going to be perfect every ball game, not every game, you know, whatever. And being able to stay with it, know that we're not done with time and the clock, and then get that W. I love that, yeah, man. So- great, Great lesson learned there. And not only sports, but in life as well. Um, But without further ado, I got to introduce Andrea Brigham. What's up, baby?
2: Hey, Pat. How are you?
1: We're living. How about you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm in Chicago right now. Um, Super sunny, super nice. Going to go on a walk after this and get outside. But I'm really happy to be here. So thanks for having me.
1: No doubt. We're 10 seconds in, Luke. We already got a hot girl walk for (laughs) today scheduled. Oh, come on now. Let's go. (laughs) If you didn't listen to that episode, we had a couple episodes back. We talked about a hot girl walk, which is a huge thing right now, where I shouldn't say student athletes, but men and women are going on gratitude walks. And it's a huge cause for charity and really spend spend that mental health message. So appreciate you getting your gratitude walk in today. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, totally on that same vein. And I appreciate Pat some of the things you mentioned too, regarding like what are you doing this week for your mental health? I actually got a massage yesterday, which was really nice. Ooh, nice. nice. So I feel like self-care is something that I've been really focused on over the past couple of weeks and it's been making me feel really good. So no doubt. That, no doubt. That it's,
0: may be the ahead. play next time. <laughs> I've Ooh. not even thought about that. That may be the yeah. play for me this week or the one after. I'm thinking about it now.
2: Yeah. No,
1: no doubt. Good. So you feel like that massage helped help loosen up everything, stressors, body wise.
2: Oh yeah. 100%. I work in sales. So I'm constantly at a desk head down and I feel like my neck and my shoulders. I just feel like a whole new person after getting those no. out. So it's for sure the move I would highly recommend.
1: I there love you. that. Well, 18 episodes in that's the first massage it reference is. and anything <laughs> else for your mental health this week that helped.
2: Yeah. I would say another kick that I've kind of been on lately, not only the walks, um, but doing like yoga, stretching, uh, mm. Pilates. I've been kind of getting into that a lot. With having come from, you know, a volleyball background in college and doing a lot of heavy lifting, I've kind of gotten off that kick, to be honest. And I yeah. just really enjoy kind of becoming one with myself and yeah. using my body weight and, you know, with the yoga and the stretching and the meditating and the Pilates. And I feel like that's really helped not only hey. my physical, but my mental health. You know, Yeah. Like, so much.
0: Not to jump like straight to college, because I know Pat likes to go through the early high school and everything. Yeah. But- And this is just because we're on it right now. Did you feel like it was burnout from lifting that kind of made you step away from it? Because I had some similar experiences whenever I got done playing in college. I was like, man, I don't even want to work out right now after I graduated.
2: Yeah, I definitely went through a phase. So lifting and, you know, exercising, working out has always been like a big part of my life. I'd say more so when I was in high school and college, obviously, it's something that we do every single day. So, yeah, I think, like, being able to take a step back from that, especially just on that, you know, that grind, the heavy lifting, Olympic lifting is what we were doing. Um, yeah. I would say there was definitely a little bit of burnout there, and I've kind of come one with myself to figure out what type of exercise I actually enjoy, and it's far from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say burnout, definitely, yeah. Um, is something that I would, you know, chuck that up to.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, athletics require a different kind of training than just day-to-day life does. So it's nice to right. find your actual rhythm whenever you get done with them.
2: Yeah. no, I you, Well,
1: I yes. we'll agree. We're like two minutes in. And AB's already preaching. So I, I want know, to kind dude. of back up a little bit. <laughs> I love two things you said. One, taking that step back and not being, feeling any guilt for that. Not feeling like you're letting yourself down or letting people down. Just taking that step back and, you know, Compare and contrast your routine, I think, is huge. The second thing is being one with your body. I think oftentimes people see someone do something and they go, I got to match that. And that's how I'm going to become them. But you're you. Everyone does different things to get to where they need to be. So elaborate on that for me, because I think that's super awesome. I really do.
2: Yeah. I think it's really funny that you say that too, because along the same lines of like exercising and working out. Like I have a lot of friends that are really big into like um, spin is a great example or doing hardcore, you know, weightlifting or, you know, cardio. And that's just not me like at my core. Like can I kick into that mindset? Absolutely. And that got me where I needed to be in college. That's what I needed for my body. That's what I needed for volleyball. That's what I need to be successful. But kind of flipping that switch and being like, Hey, I don't have to be like, you know, this person or that person or who I was five, 10, 15 years ago, I am who I am now. And I'm giving my body and my mental health, what I need. And I think that's really attributed to how happy I am today and to the success that I've seen over the past few years. So.
1: That is gold. Like, that is gold. Like, run that back if you're listening right now, because that is amazing stuff. And I want to go into the early life stuff. I'm glad that we touched on some self care stuff early. All right. So, obviously, rock star athlete. I mean, you got to play at the highest level from a couple different sports, got to play volleyball in college. Tell me about early years, AB. How did you know sports was going to be your thing? And what was that driving force for you?
2: Yeah, great question. So, I grew up in an extremely small town, um, Concord, Michigan, and I went to high school with less than 70 kids in my graduating class. So yeah, same there just wasn't a whole lot to do in my town, right? We had to drive 15, 20 minutes to even get to the nearest grocery store or movie theater. So I picked up a ball at a very young age. Um, I played both basketball and volleyball in high school, went on to play volleyball in college. I also dabbled a little bit with softball when I was younger. It wasn't for me. Um, but I think the biggest reason I got into it is number one, there wasn't much else to do, but my family really is extremely athletic. My dad specifically, he's one of eight and they all played sports. So I think number one, it's in my blood, but I really just enjoyed doing it from day one. I also really liked the team aspect and getting to hang out with my friends day in and day out at a young age. I think I started club volleyball when I was in maybe third or fourth grade, um, and growing up I just absolutely loved it. My mom actually started a club um called Net Threat. Um growing up when I was young. Shout out
1: mom, shout out. Yeah, mom. shout
2: out mom, shout out Net Threat. Um that was the first club that we kind of did together and I think that shaped me really into who I am today. Um but just being from a small town and picking up a ball when I was damn near 2 years old, um I think it was it was goal from there. So um,
1: I love it. I love it. And we're going to keep segueing into this. So I got to ask being a five, nine baseball player, you obviously have height. So is that the driving force (laughs) behind basketball and volleyball? Was that kind of, when you get to high school, you're all everything for basketball. You're everything for volleyball. So talk Mm -hmm. about that and how we decided on volleyball.
2: Yeah, totally. So height was definitely a driving factor. I didn't hit a growth spurt though, until I was probably like early high school days. So I was actually smaller, smaller girls on my team. Um, but I could jump.
1: <laughs> oh, you're That's an right. athlete. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> My leg strength is always something that I worked on at a young age. And I think the segue for me between volleyball and basketball, I think personally, I was a little bit better at volleyball. So that stuck out to me kind of as I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Also, like I said, I'm not a big cardio person.
1: So, <laughs> you know,
2: running just up and down the court for basketball, like, was it fun? Yes. But I was like, I really don't want to do this at the next level. Yeah. Um, in volleyball, I just felt powerful. Um, I felt, and I just love slamming the ball on the ground. Um, and I think that just gave me so much energy. It was my favorite thing to do. It still is one of my favorite things to do. Um, and just at my core is really who I am. And I think some of those moments that I had at a young age and just being so successful and kind of seeing myself shape into, you know, a person with height and a person with confidence and athleticism really led me to pick volleyball.
1: Um, I, I love that. I love that. I think, Luke, and you might be asking, why did you go to the height? And I'm going to tell you why. I was going to the ask. height. Yeah, here's <laughs> what I'm going to say. Because you were someone that with that late growth spurt, you developed as an athlete early on, and then the growth spurt came later. So the right. reason I asked, for our athletes that are listening that haven't hit that growth spurt yet, that haven't matured out yet, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, take what AB just said control what you can control and then as you keep going as you keep putting the work in you're going to be rewarded that's why i brought that up that's amazing yeah, Luke, that. go ahead
0: no i love that and i i in the same vein as ab was not a fan of conditioning per se <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's why i found goalkeeping from like probably eight or nine i i had a little bit of sports asthma growing up so i was like yeah i'm gonna chill back here in the box and, and kind of hold down this for it but also like the powerful aspect of it right People are banging shots at you all day. And uh, on corner kicks, you get to go up and you get to be physical and contact other guys. When in soccer, it's a little touch and go, how you can, you know, hit other people until you're the goalkeeper. Then it's kind of no holds barred. So that was a fun aspect, right?
1: (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. And AB, to keep going here. So obviously, small town for you in Concord, Michigan you get to the point of high school where, okay, you're going to now play college volleyball, walk through your recruiting process and how you decided on Saginaw. And I know it wasn't Michigan state. Uh, beyond, <laughs> beyond, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But go ahead. Tell me about your recruiting process.
2: Yeah, no, I'm really glad that you asked about this because I feel like I have a very unique story with my recruitment process and kind of even where that led me after college, both personally and professionally. So I knew from probably my sophomore year in high school that I wanted to play volleyball at the next level, like without a shadow of a doubt. Um, So being from a small town, I think one of the hardest things for me was just recognition on a larger scale. So I had to start having conversations with my parents. You know, what does this recruiting process look like? How do I start getting visibility? How do I start getting in front of coaches and schools that I think I'd be a good fit for? So funny enough, and this kind of leads me into my next personal note regarding where I was at in my career after after college. But I reached out to NCSA. um, There it is.
1: Shout them out. Where
2: (laughs) where I had worked for about four years or so. Um, And for everybody that's listening, I'm sure that a lot of you are familiar. But NCSA stands for Next College Student Athlete, and it's a platform where you have support as a young middle school or high school athlete to get coaching and get you know recognized um, on every aspect of the recruitment process. So I had reached out to them. I had a recruiting coach who really helped walk me through based on my video, what division I might fit into. We talked a lot about location. We talked a lot about obviously the academic side of it, you know, what do I want to major in? Um, you know, what's going to be a good fit for me there? So I started just taking like tours, right? Um, I started going across Michigan. I knew I wanted to be in state. To just yeah. try to figure out, you know, what campuses do I like, you know, where, where kind of feels like home to me that has both an opening for an outside hitter and middle back, but also has um, the business side of it too, which is kind of where I wanted to be long-term with my degree. So I went to a few different camps, um, a few different recruitment camps, and I actually started out with my first college contact coming from Michigan Tech. So they're in the UP, I drove up there, really liked the coach liked the team but just didn't necessarily see myself at the college okay. um it's in a very remote area
0: yeah what's the school size there
2: yep um so it's a division 2 school i don't okay. know exactly how many people they have but it's about a 10 or 11 hour drive from where oh. my home was and i knew my parents wanted to follow me in sports i wanted to be kind of a quick drive home to still be able to see my family so on my way back from that trip, I went to Saginaw and just kind of toured the school. I said, this just seems right. Um, And funny enough, in the upcoming weeks, they had a camp that I was able to go to. And I kind of sunk with my recruiting coach at NCSA beforehand. She was able to help me reach out to the coach there. um, And it was fantastic. I was able to meet the coach and the team and we set up a formal visit shortly after. And that's pretty much all she wrote. So yeah. Um, yeah. I ended up at Saginaw, I played volleyball for four years. To Pat's point, if I didn't take the college volleyball route, I would have absolutely landed at Michigan State. Um, go green, go white. Go I, green,
1: I, go white, baby. <laughs> we're,
2: I have family we're all winter. Yeah, 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 so.
1: yeah,
0: we're the Spartans at uh, my high school, so we kind of have a connection there. Not really, though.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> hey, I love it connecting the yeah. dots for sure. Um, but yeah, that's my story.
1: Yeah, uh, to speak on Michigan State, we've definitely spent some football and basketball days watching the Spartans <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah. definitely became a Spartan fan for a couple weekends, but back <laughs> on track here. So obviously a couple of takeaways for our listeners. One, being places that feel like home, right? And Saginaw felt like home in your recruiting process, somewhere where you saw yourself not only preparing for the next four years, but for the next 40 years. And the second point would be, understanding what you want to do career-wise and look at you now like successful happy about to move to a brand new place start a new journey just enjoying life in your 20s I think that's powerful stuff it's more than your sport and and just to throw a wild card in here you rock started at Saginaw you had a great career go ahead Luke. A
0: hundred percent I think knowing what you wanted from your school before even starting the recruitment process is, is amazing. Um, and especially having NCSA help you out and walk you through that, which is a great resource. Shout out NCSA. Thank um, you. But having that foresight to know, like, we've got to get a degree here and we got to know what's going to happen after these four years. Right. So that's something that I want all those younger athletes out there to look for. And also I want them to look for that connection with the team. Right. The connection with the coaches and connection with the team. I think that's one of the most important parts. I got to see my college coach this past week in our alumni game. Um, and then he came out recruiting at the high school tournament I was coaching at. So it's just amazing to see those relationships develop over the years.
2: Yeah, I know. Totally and being team oriented, is something that is in my blood, in my veins. And I think that's the number one thing that I look forward to is. How am I going to get along with my team? How am I going to grow with my team? Do I see myself as they're really your family when you're in college? Right. And funny enough, you know, I still have amazing connections with not only, you know, girls that I played in high school with, but in college. And we actually have a trip planned to Florida in a couple of weeks that we've done last year. And it'll probably be a tradition with a few girls that I played in college with. So I'm extremely blessed, not only for the opportunity to play, but for the people that really. Um, you know, helped me along that journey and shaped me into who I am. And then I still have very strong friendships and connections with today.
1: No, powerful. And I think often we get so wrapped up in our identity in our games, baseball, soccer, volleyball, cheerleading, golf, whatever it may be. By the end of the day, it's about the people and the memories and those lifelong friendships, people that will be in your wedding. No one talks about that huge spike you had junior year. They talk about the times and the memories and the friendships. I think sometimes it gets lost in that. So I want to emphasize that. Luke, anything there?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it goes back to the old quote, right? People forget what you say, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Um, yeah. And that's, that's how I try to live my life, right, you know, um, just try and make people have a positive experience and a feel good experience, man.
1: No, love that, Luke, and I want to be conscious of A.B.'s time, I'm like, I'm outside the beautiful sunshine out here in Long Island, A.B., <laughs> I have not stopped smiling, run the recording back, since you yes. jumped on. but, oh, you hear the Whopper song behind me, that's pretty cool. Oh, it's going. <laughs> uh, this is banging, all right, besides that, AB, I want to be conscious. I have to wait for the whopper song. Okay, here we go. So I want to be conscious of your time. Obviously, smiling face, you're doing an amazing job professionally. You've impacted my life. You've impacted a lot of people out here in the shy. But you've had ups and downs, highs, lows, like everybody else. Tell me your keep going moment right now.
2: Yeah. So it's funny, listening to some of your other podcasts, I'm like, what is my keep going moment? Like, have I had a defining moment? Like, what do I want to talk about? Um, And I think Similar to DK's episode, I don't really have a specific defining moment that I think has shaped me into who I am and pushed me to keep going. But how I would define this in my journey is my keep going moments. I think I've had a lot over the past 27 years of my lifetime, but I think what keeps me going every day is focusing on the present, focusing on what I can control both personally and professionally. I think where do I want to be 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road from now? And what can I do every single day to get one step closer to that? You know, I want a family. I want to, you know, be higher in my sales career. I want to continue to push to get promoted. I want to be an inspiration to young women that are in sports and that thrive to be in the same position that I am today. So I think I still have yet to find that huge defining moment. But I think a lot of things in my past, my family, my friends, my team, my coaches have really shaped me into who I am today and they keep me going. Um, so that's kind of how I look at it from my perspective.
1: I absolutely love that. That is that is fantastic. And I think the big thing is, wow, I'm blown away by that. Does the fact that you credit those ups and downs and the people you've met along the way to keep driving you to the day, talking to you present moment. I think being fully present, understanding that and being such an inspiration for female athletics and female athletes, amazing. Luke, go ahead.
0: hundred percent. And I think that's something amazing about sports, right? Whenever me and Pat got together to talk about, well, what do we want to do for this podcast? How do we want to center it? We wanted to make it an athletic focus because of what sports shows us about focusing on the present, like your keep going moments, right, AB? Um, if you start looking ahead to the next game, to the next season, you're going to miss what's right in front of you. You're not going to be prepared for the next step in the process, right? So athletics just tells us how to be focused on the present and how to make sure our life is going in the right direction by following A, B, and C and not going A to D, right?
2: Yeah. Strong, Luke.
1: Strong. I got one more thing. And I ask a lot of our guests this. If you had to tell little AB one thing, speaking to your younger self, what would you tell her?
2: It's so funny that you asked this too, because I was thinking back to how excited I was my transition from high school to college volleyball. I mean, it's huge. Not a lot of people get the opportunity to play in college. And again, I'm so blessed for my coaches, for my NCSA recruiting coaches, for my family, my friends to get me to where I am today. But I always used to say before big games, when I was nervous, I was getting stressed, play for the little girl who fell in love with the game. And I truly believe that that's still something that I tell myself every day, whether it's in my personal life or my professional life, play for the little girl that dove in on that volleyball court every single day from when she was in third grade, you know, through the ups, through the downs, the wins, the losses, the injuries, and just look back at how excited and how, you know, grateful that girl was just to be where she was at, you know, at that given time. So. That's kind of what I would tell myself, and what I continue to tell myself every day through the highs and the lows, and it gets me through.
0: Dude, I'm going to hit a Pat O'Malley phrase right here run that back. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes.
1: Play for the little girl. I, AB, I'm blessed to know you. Um, I'm so happy you took time out of your Sunday and meeting Luke for the first time. I know he has not stopped smiling for the last 15 minutes either. I know I'm so pumped on this. <laughs> I, I We couldn't be more thankful. So thank you so much. And before we wrap up, promote yourself. Where can our listeners find you?
2: So I'm not, I wouldn't say huge on the like, I'm not on Twitter. I'm on Facebook every now and again, but y'all can find me on Instagram. Um, my handles Andrea underscore Brigham. I can send that yep. to y'all. Um, but feel free to reach out anytime. I'm always happy to have a conversation. I thrive off, energy i thrive off sales i thrive off friends family and so if anybody wants to reach out at any time definitely don't hesitate awesome.
1: no you filled our cup today you're an inspiration for not only female athletes but uh, oh my goodness people that you come across with so thank you so much for your time
2: of course thanks for having me pat and luke also awesome. nice you what you love guys you thinking? ab Th- yeah no thank you so too.
1: much i'll talk to you thanks, soon go AB. get that
2: hot girl walk in go get that one yeah
1: in. <laughs> see you, AB. Bye, guys. See ya. Luke, man, ya, tell man. me tell me about that, bro. Come on, son. Come yes, on, come son. <laughs> and if you don't nail this ad read, you're about to get fired. I know, dude. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> Give me that but, ad hey, read.
0: CNC, BNC, Homegrown Design. All right, we're going to link the bio. Uh, we're going to link the uh, website in the bio below. I was actually looking at it before. Baseball season is here. Opening day was Thursday. Cubs took the first W of the year. And we took the first L of the year yesterday, right? Ups and downs. You ride those highs and lows with your team. But what better way to support than to have a nice coaster with your team logo on it? Homegrown Design can hook you up, okay? They've got that on there. Wood and resin coasters to put on your nightstand, your coffee table, however you want to – whatever beverage you want to enjoy your game. Homegrown Design can supply the placemat for that, okay? Go and check them out in the bio below.
1: A lot of NCSA love on the old pod today. I know AB knows Christy. Um, I know a lot of our guests have been from NCSA, but Homegrown Design, check them out on Etsy. Check them out on socials. Awesome job per usual. And actually, Brother Bill just got something from them. I saw uh, on their socials. We got guests hooking up with other guests and getting some stuff done. Love it. Connections, baby. That's what I love to see. That's it. Well, Luke, I want to jump in to our next segment here, and I'm going to make sure we roll into our social media shout out of the week. So Luke, you want to take this one?
0: Yeah, I was super fired up when Pat found this one and hit me up about it. Um, Sergio Ramo, Okay. You nailed that. The Giants plays for the San Francisco Giants. And every time, this is super cool, Pat. Every time a kid asks for his autograph, He gets the kid to sign his hat, and that's the hat he wears out every day whenever he goes to play. I mean, what an inspiration to the kids, right?
1: Oh, fantastic. And talk about impacting the youth. These kids have been through so much, COVID, everyday life, the ups and downs struggles of being a kid in 2023. And Sergio Romo, for the last 10-plus years doing this, not only to inspire the youth, but to inspire himself. And I have to shout out my guy Pete who actually took that and did it this week and wrote keep going on his hat? Yeah. Gosh, it's the chain that domino effect of positivity. I absolutely love that for a million it's, reasons.
0: It's just what A B was talking about, right? Play for right. the little girl, play for the little that's,
1: boy. That's it, man. That's it. I love it. Anything else on that, Luke?
0: No, man. I just, I'm just super fired up on it. I, maybe uh maybe a couple other pros see that and they start uh they start rocking that too. Not many people are asking for my autograph, but if they do, I'll get theirs on on the brim.
1: (laughs) No, Luke, Luke, I'm that guy that signs a baseball and I make it less valuable than it was. Yeah, exactly. Um, Same We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. No resale value. (laughs) No, absolutely not. Let's go into our charity shout out of the week. And I have to shout out Adam O'Malley. He was on early on the pod. Fantastic episode. If you have not listened to it, over at Benedictine University. So Benedictine this week for their SAC actually had hundreds of student athletes, coaches and admin for Helinski's Hope. Inspired by Tyler Halensky. we're gonna put all the information in the show notes. What a fantastic cause from their athletic department and their university spreading the word on mental health. And you're not alone in this, guys. Go ahead, Luke.
0: Yeah, I think just like why we started this podcast, right? Impact one person. Um, any time that you can make that impact even greater by doing an athletic conference, right. By doing um, an athletic department or just by your team. And you're taking it from one person to 10 people to 20 people to hundred people. Um, you're just going to impact more lives. And that's what it's all about.
1: Now, Holinsky's hope shout out the Holinsky family and just shining light in 2023 and for years to come to end the stigma, one event, one person at a time. Love that a bunch. Luke, I want to go into the mental health mailbag. And I'm gonna keep butchering the name until we get one that's solidified. But I do have a question. I do have a mental health question for you to ask from the audience. So let me go ahead and ask you this real quick. So, Luke, the question of the day is are there are there cures for mental health problems? So
0: this is a difficult one, guys. Right? Like me and Pat have talked about before. We're not psychologists, we're not psychiatrists. Um, what we want y'all to do is take those next steps to either talk to a counselor or talk to a therapist so that you can get some actual very solidified and clinical help if you need it. On uh, the other side of that, there are some actionable steps that you can take to help um, anxiety, right, to help any of those different things that everybody suffers with every day. Okay, you can talk to your uh, support group. Okay, you can get that counseling, like I just talked about. There's some medication that you can take as well. I took, I've taken medication for ADHD for quite a while now, and it's helped me stay focused and on top of things. Um, Friendships are huge, right? But a a couple two that you can nail down every day is exercise and good sleep, right? And add on top of that, what Pat does. Pat is a great resource for nutrition. Okay, so those three things are going to make a world of difference if you're feeling down in the dumps, right? Exercise, getting your eight hours and getting some good nutrition to fuel your body.
1: That's going to be amazing for you. I think that's a great point. And Luke, we may not be specialists, right? But we can get you in touch with the right people. We've had that network. We've had these guests on now. So if you have questions about what you should be doing, don't fight through this alone. You're talking to someone myself who tried. I tried guys and no one knew, like no one had any idea what I was going through. And this happened with buddies that I had no clue. Speak up. You don't have to man up. You don't have to be a hero. Ask for help and we can get you in touch with the right people and for the stuff that we can control, like the, the resources and the nutrition, hydration, exercise, we can help out with that and get you in touch with even better people. So Luke, hey, fantastic job.
0: Yeah, and i sorry. I wanted to add on a little bit at the end because something that I personally struggle with um, and it's something that AB talked about today, just staying present in the moment was the meaningful occupation that you kind of floated. That idea you floated out, Pat. Like sometimes day-to-day can be so hectic. It can be so busy that you know you forget that you're actually making an impact with your job. So that's a great way to get plugged into your community. Um, and make a positive influence. I'm always kind of, am I doing the right thing? Am I am I teaching these kids Spanish the best that I can? Am I doing this and doing that? Am I coaching the best? And Spencer Ann always has to talk me down. She's like, look, you're being a positive influence on them. You're showing them how to work every day, whether you do it perfect or not. And that's, you know, find that way that you can make your job very meaningful to your community and yourself.
1: Exactly, man. It goes back to the Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant quote. You might not be 100% that day, but you're going to get my best. And that's all you can control. It doesn't have to be the A++ every day. Show up, do the best you can, and the rest will fall where it may. So I love that a bunch. And, you know, seeing it throughout the world of professional athletes this week, we'll touch more on it next episode. But what a fantastic week to end the stigma. What a fantastic week to keep making a difference. And Luke, anything else before we wrap up? Hey, man, just
0: excited to keep going.
1: Man, just keep going, baby. I love you, (laughs) bud. I love. Yes, sir.